Welcome to Novice to Master, a podcast for aspiring entrepreneurs just like myself. My name's Greg Blake, and I invite you to celebrate in all of my successes, push through all of my failures. My goal here is to encourage and to inspire other people who are on the same journey in money making online. I'll share with you my knowledge everything that I gain and what I've got to offer to hopefully help you push through on your journey from novice to master. Welcome back everyone. Today on the show, we have a friend of mine, Lou Hamburger. He's a conscious business coach and he's here to talk about the principles of that and give you guys a hint of some of them that we can apply to our own lives and businesses in order to increase success. So give a listen to him. And let's find out what a conscious business is. Welcome to Novice to Master. How are you today? Uh, thank you for having me. I'm doing very well. It's uh, rainy over here in Italy, but uh, I'm doing very well. Thank you. All right, Owen. Yeah, you, uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Lou Hamburger. I am from Holland, uh, born and raised in Holland. Uh, but currently I live in uh, Switzerland and I work in Italy. I am a conscious business coach. And uh, with that, in, for that role, I'm doing this interview at the moment. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that's a subject that actually, when, when uh, I first start, talked to you, that was actually really interesting to me. Uh, what you did. So why don't you let everybody know, you know, exactly what that is? Yeah. Well, let me first uh, ex uh, explain to you what a traditional business is and then what a cost conscious business is. Okay. A traditional business maximizes profit. That's what we all know. That's a traditional business. A conscious business um, um, deals with all stakeholders equally. So a traditional business, because it uh, maximizes profit, it, um, it has a preference, the, 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 the shareholders uh, get uh, a preference over all the other stakeholders. So the employees, customers, government, and uh, also the environment, they might have to suffer uh, in the interest of maximizing profit. A conscious business treats all these stakeholders equally. So the shareholders get their share, but also employees, customers, uh, the, the environment, the government and partners and, uh, and, and management, etc. And it, the interesting thing is they, they have already done um, uh, scientific research on conscious businesses, and it appears that uh, these businesses are not less profitable but more profitable than traditional businesses. And that's interesting because you would expect that the traditional business, when they pay more to their uh, employees, when they invest more in training for the employees, uh, that uh, profit would go down. But the opposite is true. So uh, it's an interesting new phenomenon. And the big advantage of it is that uh, the environment is... Uh, treated much better with, by these uh, uh, businesses than by traditional businesses. Right on. It, honestly, that sounds uh, like 
that sounds like a really great arrangement and I can understand how it would be more profitable when you've actually, uh, you figure if you run that sort of a idea, a conscious business, it would discourage employees from stealing or from not showing up and not wanting to be at work. And, uh, just the entire environment from the top down would just improve that much more that the entire working relation would be amazing. Yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, employees feel much more uh, involved in, in the business. They are inspired by uh, a higher purpose uh, of this business. Uh, so um, theft uh, may still take place, but it, in a much lesser degree than uh, in a traditional business. Um, it, they concern their business. Why would you steal your own? And on top of it, there's more social control. Uh, and uh, they are mm -hmm. much more, they, there's much more responsibility on the lower levels. And that's also another a big difference with a traditional business. In traditional business, it's very hierarchic. So the, the biggest decisions the, the, with the most investment involved are taken on the highest level. Whereas in a, in a conscious business, the advice process is used. And that means that the, the one who is most involved, most um, for, for whom the, the decision is most important, takes, makes that decision himself or herself, but he or she must involve everybody who is affected by that decision and a specialist, one or more specialists. So the bigger the investments, the larger the group is that have to be uh, consulted. And in that way, um, in a conscious business, the, uh, the CEO has much less decisions to take or to make than in a traditional business. And some um, uh, conscious businesses, the, um, the CEO, EO uh, is only involved in um, in long-term decisions where uh, the the long-term goals of the business is concerned. So it's a totally different decision model. Yeah, it sounds like it. I, honestly, it sounds like it'd be an entirely different just business model altogether. Yes, it is, uh, and therefore you you uh, you have to start with these principles for uh, these conscious principles. You have to start one by one. And implement them one way. You have to first. You have to start start with yourself as a business leader, and then use with your management, and uh, then with your employees. And slowly, you have to implement them in your business. Uh, you cannot just uh, with uh, in the two weeks uh, turn a traditional business in a conscious business. That doesn't work like that. Right on. Yeah, I can understand how there would be such a long or a longer transition period to get it to where. Yeah. It's at the conscious level. So. How did you first come, or how did you first come to learn about this sort of business well, that's model? A, that's an interesting question uh, because for a long time I was pretty frustrated because I, I had learned, uh, I read a lot of spiritual books, and I changed uh, myself thanks to these books. I became uh, uh, more polite towards other people. I uh, I became quieter. I became more introvert, and uh, at the same time, I still uh, uh, remained um, uh, a very productive employee in the in the in the businesses uh, I worked for. Uh, but the businesses didn't change, 
and I could not implement those principles that I learned from these spiritual books in business. So I became actually very, very frustrated. And then I also realized, hey, uh, if a business, uh, I cannot change as an employee my the business around me, and uh, I don't see the, the, the CEO changing, I don't see the shareholders uh, changing, um, uh, so we are stuck in a rut. We are stuck in the capitalist system. And that was very frustrating. At the same time, I saw that all these businesses, and especially the big multinationals, were depleting, are depleting uh, the, the, the world's resources, the planet's resources. And um, I also realized that we cannot wait for our politicians because politicians are um, um, steered by, uh, by capital, uh, more by capital than by, um, by voters. Uh, I think that capitalism has eaten democracy. So uh, I was very frustrated. I didn't see an, uh, a way out uh, for the situation. I just thought, well, we go down the drain with the plan because we have a system we cannot get out of. But then I got uh, an email um, for a uh, conscious business course. And then I said, hey, that's something for me. That could be the solution. And yes, it was. And then it appeared that there are, at that moment there were already 200 uh, businesses that could be uh, defined as conscious businesses and, and these businesses implemented uh, a little bit of these spiritual principles but they implemented other principles specifically for a conscious business and uh, so I, I col combined all these principles the personal ones and the business ones and I put them into a book and this book uh, I published uh, on uh, on Amazon.com, uh, and that is my my guide now for helping businesses to transform into a conscious business. All right, on. Yeah, that's this. See, this is a model of business I've never actually heard of before, uh, at all. Like I didn't even know it existed. I can imagine. Uh, the, uh, as I mentioned, uh, uh, two hundred uh, businesses are um, in the United States are researched scientifically, and I guess at this moment there are thousand businesses that are uh, really very far with the implementation of these uh, principles. Uh, but there are uh, thousands of businesses who already um, implement one or two principles. So uh, the, the modern business is going that direction. Uh, and in, uh, they, they, everybody who has investigated them sees the benefits. The only thing is you cannot do it without the approval of the CEO of the business and of the business owner or owners. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work just starting as an employee in a, in a department uh, if the, if the if the business owner and the CEO are not on board, it's not going to work. So that's for the, that. That's why I just focus for this moment uh, on uh, small and medium-sized businesses because there, you it's very easy to get in touch with the business owners and the CEO. Yeah, I, I would imagine that not only it's easier to get in touch with them, but it's it's probably more successful at at a faster rate on smaller, medium, and small businesses. Yeah, the, the, the bigger businesses are the laggards in, uh, in it. So they will definitely come uh, last. Unfortunately, because they are the, the biggest polluters uh, in this world, 
but uh, this is how it is. We have first have to set an example, um, but um, uh, uh, once we, we can show to these bigger businesses that it works, uh, they will go uh, the same way. By the way, there are some big businesses, uh, large multinationals that are doing very well, and Unilever is one of them. Unilever did had a lot of programs to make their production more sustainable and uh, to get rid of um, uh, products and services that were uh, not very social or that were very polluting. Okay. Yeah. I've never heard of, well, I've heard the name Unilever before. I'm not exactly familiar with them. They are, you can compare them with uh, Nestle. Oh, Nestle? Yeah, you can, just Nestle oh, okay. is not, Nestle is not a, not a conscious business, but Unilever is their competitor. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's probably why I've heard the name before then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, well, so, uh, now, I was talking to you earlier before we came on here about your products. You had uh, mentioned the app, and uh, you have an app out with the principles on it? Yes. Um, uh, I know that uh, my target group are business leaders of a small and medium-sized business, and they are, just as I am, extremely busy. So I don't want them to read those, uh, uh, all those uh, dozens of books that are written by those uh, 20 uh, spiritual authors and business, uh, business leaders. And I also don't want them uh, to go to, uh, to read a book if it's not necessary. One of the conscious business principles is to maximize efficiency. So uh, what I did, I created an app and the app is a kind of game. And each question relates to a conscious principle. And uh, it's a kind of yes, no uh, question. And in this way, you learn by playing the game, you learn these, uh, about these 50 principles. And hopefully, you also can already can start um, to implement the personal principles uh, in your personal life already. Now, uh, so and that that app is for free. It's for, you, you can um, download it uh, from my uh, from my website, or there's a link on my website. And okay. um, get... go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say when we get done, I'll get that link off of you. I'll put it in the description for the podcast for you. Yeah, please do so. Um, uh, it's uh, it's uh, sales.luhamburgers.luhamburger.com. Sales.luhamburger.com. Um, then the uh, uh, the app, of course, explains what these principles are, but it doesn't explain why these principles are so important and how these principles are currently used by conscious businesses and by conscious leaders. So. Uh, I wrote a book, uh, and this book is a summary of uh, those um, uh, dozens of books that I read on this subject, uh, that I studied on this subject. So uh, I, blink, I believe I studied uh, 20 authors in this field, and I already uh, collected that in, uh, in one ebook. And that ebook that is uh, also for sale in the, via the same uh, link. And that's not for free, but um, it's it's a fair price, I would say. And then mm -hmm. the last thing I'm doing is um, that I consult uh, over the internet uh, small and business, uh, small and medium-sized uh, business leader to with uh, setting up a roadmap 
to transform their traditional business into a conscious uh, business. Uh, so I, uh, I analyze where they are right now with their, uh, with their business, what their challenges are, which principles can be implemented easily and which principles uh, are uh, maybe more difficult to implement, but to give a big benefit for them. So that's the roadmap that we'll set up and then I will help them uh, with implementation of those principles. And I will not do that alone because I'm um, a certified conscious business coach, but the course that I followed was done by dozens of other um, uh, coaches. And if there is, and some of them are specialists in one or more of these principles, and if needed, I can contact contact them and help, ask them to help with the implementation of a specific um, principle. All right, on. So, in doing this, have you already you've already worked with a uh, few different businesses then? Yes, I've. Um, um, for example, I'm currently uh, guiding uh, a small business. Uh, that works um, with a couple of partners uh, to um, to create a um, Teletubbies-like uh, series for children, but then with more spiritual, more um, uh, motivating uh, messages for children so that they become more independent, that they can deal better with uh, today's uh, challenges. Uh, and of course, uh, with no violence in there. Right on. I, that's cool though, honestly. Uh, I, I mean, this is re it's really neat to me to hear, you know, I, what business you've got and how you in implement it, because I've never, in it, I've never actually heard of or even considered, you know, business models and changing them as you know something you know to do as a business so this is actually really interesting to me um I, I love talking to people who do something they're so passionate about and you know that's just unique because i know you said there's other coaches you're actually the first one i've met with that sort of business yeah, um, uh, and I'm really passionate about it uh, because now I see that there is a way out for uh, for our economy. And for a long time, I thought we are in a downgoing spiral. Uh, business uh, is capitalism. We cannot go out of capitalism. A CEO, if he wants to make two drastic changes, he is fired right away. Um, yeah. So uh, we are just stuck in a system. We are going down the drain. But now I know there is a solution. There is a way out, and uh, we just have to show the way. We just have to do it ourselves. We cannot wait for our political leaders. We cannot wait for big multinationals. We definitely cannot wait for banks and other financial institutions. And there are, uh, of course, uh, businesses that um, uh, that are too difficult to change. We have to accept it as well. For example, mm -hmm. the, the uh, military industrial complex makes money by uh, um, uh, driving people out of each other and, and uh, countries and uh, cultures out of each other. And uh, I, there, I also see a solution for them, but that is more long-term. Uh, they are not uh, the ones who will start, first start with uh, turning yeah. their business into country business. <laughs> Oh no, I totally understand that idea. Yeah. But uh so now these principles um for 
listeners I've got, business owners and just people in normal life, are there any of these you would share with us today that would be good for ourselves as, you know, being our own business? And yes, 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 yes. Yeah, you, uh, of course, uh, because you have to start with personal principles. You can imagine that if, uh, a person who does not embrace the personal principle, principles cannot turn his business into, or her business into a conscious business. You first have to understand that for yourself. The biggest principle that you have to understand is that we are all one. Instead, we are all separate. Most people believe that we are all separate. So mm -hmm. since we are all separate, we are separate from God, and, and therefore we are separate uh, from each other, uh, the, the, you, the conclusion is that there is not enough, because if we are separate, then it is possible that one person or one group has more than the other, and you have to compete to get enough, or you have to be superior to get enough. So superior superiority uh, is not a, a term that we would use in uh, in a conscious business we also would not focus on competition uh, but okay. more uh, on uh, cooperation and that comes from the feeling of oneness the feeling of oneness is something uh, it's it's a belief that you can implement you can really in every occasion where you meet another person you can um, um, you can start a conversation from the perspective of we are separate, we are different, and uh, we have to compete. Or you can start a, a conversation where uh, we have something in common. We can see how we uh, how we can learn from each other and treat each other as close family. You choose. Okay. All right. So so pretty much. Uh, basic first start is just understanding that everyone is equal to you. You're not actually, while you are, even in businesses, are in a position of sort of competition, you're not. It's more like complementing each other. Exactly. Uh, conscious businesses uh, don't focus on the on uh, on their competitors. There's even uh, some comp uh, some uh, comp uh, conscious businesses uh, even help their competitors to also become a conscious business. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Because I've actually, I've, I mean, in real life, I've, you know, normal applications of a normal business, you see a lot of them, especially if you look on like Amazon FBA and stuff like that, who virtually attack each other. And yeah. I mean, it's not even just there. So that's actually, uh, that, that's definitely a big change from what I'm used to seeing. It will, it will definitely, definitely be a big change, but um, uh, to, to, up on a certain level, a little bit of competition is okay, uh, but uh, you, yeah. there is already uh, enough competition or um, strife between employees, between departments, uh, between different plans of, uh, of uh, uh, one uh, operating concern, and that's enough. Uh, you don't need to force it uh, um, as, as, as the way it is done to, uh, in, in, the, in the current world. Um, it's better to, to see what you have in common and how you can split the work and become more efficient. Because you have to realize, uh, Greg, uh, we don't produce nearly enough to give everybody uh, enough food, shelter, 
and uh, healthcare in the world. So we have to produce maybe 100 times as much. Our production has to um, grow exponentially. When you continue to compete, you don't get to this efficiency. Efficiency you can only achieve by uh, splitting the work, dividing uh, the work and making sure that uh, the markets get stabilized. Also in Africa and in South America, that you get stable markets over there so that you can export to those markets. Okay. So you're talking, the whole thing, ultimate goal is like the bigger picture of everywhere in every business. Right? Yeah. It's in the same thing. Absolutely. This is a, there's a bigger, bigger picture to it. And the bigger picture for me is that you um, uh, continue to use from capitalism what you can use, but uh, you outgrow those aspects like competition that no longer work for us. And uh, ultimately, we have to come to a community of conscious businesses because conscious businesses will cooperate in a different way with each other. So as I mentioned, they don't uh, compete, but they cooperate. And they will do that in a kind of community and then show that this community uh, is more productive, that uh, employees uh, uh, are better paid, that um, uh, shareholders uh, get a better value for their investments in the long term, and that when there is a crisis, these conscious businesses are out of the crisis faster than a traditional business. So um, uh, all kinds of uh, benefits can be shown when you create such a community. And that is the bigger picture that we are working on. That's cool. Uh, so how long have you been into this uh, as far as doing it as a business? Not um, so that since uh, uh, I, I, I uh, finished my course in 2017 and then I uh, created those products that we just discussed. And uh, mm -hmm. since last year, I uh, started uh, consulting for, uh, uh, consul uh, I started consulting as a conscious coach. It's, it's really new, eh? it's really new. Uh, you must realize that 20 years ago, it was not possible to, um, uh, to, create a, uh, to create a conscious business because you really need the internet. You really need uh, communication structures between employees uh, of different um, uh, plans of the same organization uh, to communicate. So uh, this is, um, we are ready, the, the technology is ready for a conscious business now. You know, yeah, I, I can see that uh, the the communication bit of it. I mean, now we're actually at an age, you know, versus like you were talking about 20 years ago, we're actually at the point you can, everything's at the speed of light, it's at right now, and you can communicate with anybody, anywhere, in any group, in any number, all over. So I'd imagine now it's so much more ideal to get the owners of even 10 businesses on one conference call. Absolutely. And, and, and there's also a flip side to that. And that is that everything becomes more transparent. So a traditional business is based uh, on, uh, on secrecy. Most things in a traditional business are secret. In a conscious business, uh, conscious business tries to become more and more transparent. Uh, and that is also related to, to, to the time. 
to the times. Huh? The internet makes things more transparent. It's much more difficult to keep uh, things uh, closed off and, and secret. Uh, so uh, m the, the slogan of my business is also uh, turning transparency into profit. All right. Yeah, I, I saw uh, when you were sending me links, check out uh, some of your business, some of your products, I noticed that. And uh, I noticed on your Facebook, it mentions the uh, yeah. I forget how it says it, but about using transparency in business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the future. And uh, ultimately, and of course, it, it, it takes time, but ultimately, uh, it should not be a problem to uh, show salaries uh, of employees to each other and to, uh, to know exactly how much the CEO makes and uh, to make sure that the CEO um, doesn't make so much more than the lowest paid, paid employee in a business. And that's what you get in a, in a, in a um, conscious business. Um, the, the CEO feels responsible, not only for his own salary, but also for the salary of the lowest paid uh, employee. And there is a relationship between those two uh, payments. So, so when you say transparency, you mean whole way across then? All right. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. You 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 cannot uh, you uh, in the beginning you have to be very careful with transparency. You cannot just uh, throw uh, the salaries uh, in, in the in the air for everybody. You really have to think how to do that. But yes, ultimately uh, there should be more and more transparency. That's the way to go. So in, in this sort of model, because uh, you were talking about how competition no longer exists, or you're not supposed a little bit, but not full like it is now. How does things like promotions and all that work? Let me think about that. Um, uh, of course, uh, promotions uh, are still uh, possible and necessary, uh, mm -hmm. and there are different models uh, to do it. Um, uh, first of all, you don't have positions, but you have roles in a conscious okay. uh, business. And, and one person can have multiple roles, and a person can uh, can indicate that he, that he or she would like to have another role added to his uh, curriculum and can apply for it. And uh, the more experience uh, the person uh, is, the more uh, money he makes, he or she makes. And um, this is discussed more openly within the group. And most of these discussions uh, are, uh, um, negotiations are done within the group without the interference of uh, the CEO. Okay. Yeah, I think I understand now. Because thinking about it as you were describing it, it became kind of hard to see. But once you explain it as roles, it kind of makes it seem a little, it makes it make a little more sense where it's more, if I understand right, it's more about the responsibilities you choose and choose to take on are the promotion rather than the rank. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's that is correct. So the the, the, the uh, these businesses are also not so hierarchical. They are less hierarchical. There are, uh, there are not so many management roles, and there are no um, um, not not many or no um, staff positions. HR, for example, is done by the groups themselves. Oh, okay. So when you when you implement this in a business, um, let's say like a smaller business, how long does it usually take for them to make a full transition over? 
Uh, you have you have to count uh, three to four years. Three or four years. Okay. Yeah, I would imagine it took some time. That's why I was kind of curious. Um, yeah. Because I know you have to. I would imagine you have to train each present level from the top down individually and get them into like a similar working mindset and onto a similar page of where they're no longer fighting and competing, but they're working as I guess the way I would explain it in the simplest analogy is kind of like gears and a watch. They're all separate, yes. but they're all, it's the same goal. It doesn't matter which one's bigger, which one's smaller. They're doing the same thing. Yes, that, that's exactly it. Uh, you start from the top and then uh, you, you train everybody from the top down and uh, and you repeat the training for different principles. And for example, you can't start with the advice process and uh, then you can, for example, implement uh, uh, hiring done by the groups themselves instead of uh, by HR. And step for step, you implement those uh, principles. All right, Orn. Yeah, like I say, th this is actually a really interesting new idea I've never heard of before. And you saying it was new, I, I mean, that's probably why, but yeah, it's definitely just looking back at jobs I've had, I can imagine how much better of a working environment, how much more pro productivity you're going to get out of your employees. I could, I mean, having you explain it, this makes a lot more sense. I'm sure seeing it on paper is not quite the same. So how hard is it uh, when you go into talk to these businesses, usually how hard is it to get them to understand and see not only what it would mean, but what the benefit to them would be? At the moment, it's pretty hard because there are not a lot of uh, examples, but uh, there are. Uh, but uh, the, it, the most, the hardest part is to um, to make the start, and only the CEO uh, or the business owner can start. Uh, and therefore, my target group are. Um, CEOs and business owners for small and medium-sized businesses who already read a spiritual book or went to, to a course by Tony Robbins or uh, by Joe Dispenza or read a book by Neil Donald Wells, those spiritual uh, uh, leaders. Because if they are already on that wavelength, then it's not so difficult to implement those principles in their personal life and in their business life. But if they are not at all aware of these uh, spiritual principles, then it is very difficult. So uh, that my target group is a niche. It's really a niche. But uh, with that niche and with these businesses, I can show to larger businesses, hey, show, look at these businesses. They, they are doing better. They're, it works well. Everybody's happy there and they make more profit. What, what do you wait for? Yeah, yeah, I could see. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure a lot of the bigger businesses are going to want a lot of smaller businesses uh, results before they'd ever have any interest. But yeah. then again, most of those people, it comes down to similarly like how when like uh, most entrepreneurs start out, the first thing you have to do is learn your mindset. And I can see and understand this as being the yeah. exact same, but you're teaching people who are already hard ironed and concreted into a old mindset that's been around since forever. Yeah, since so. 200 years, capitalism is in, in, around in, for 200 years and this is uh, only starting 20 years ago. I believe one of the, uh, the first uh, and the big companies uh, was really, um, that is really a, a conscious business, is uh, Whole Foods in the United States. Do you know Whole Foods? 
Yeah, I, I know of them. I'm familiar with them. Yeah, so they, they are uh, a conscious business. So they have on uh, the, uh, the walls uh, of each shop, they have their higher purpose. This And this is what all these employees believe in and that what they follow. And that's very important that you have a higher purpose that which inspires these employees and, and uh, customers alike. All right. Yeah, I didn't realize they were uh, the conscious business. I, I'm, I'm familiar with the company, but like, I mean, not to an extent that I know much more beyond, you know, who they are. Um, but yeah, I, I never knew that. Honestly, you could probably name most of the ones you know of in the U.S. And I, it's kind of, while they might have a more transparency, this is still probably predominantly not heard of around here because I can say like I've never worked for a company that's ever been like that. And I've had, I've worked at quite a few growing up and getting to now, <laughs> but. No, but I understand what you're saying. And of course, uh, it's, uh, you, it's very difficult to find them at the moment. Um, and uh, sometimes, um, uh, an, an unfor unfortunate event happens. Uh, so Unilever, for example, was very well, as I mentioned, was very well on the way. And then um, a, um, a, a Mexican um, investor wanted to buy Unilever and merge them uh, with another company and then sell out uh, some of the other parts. And uh, he was prevented to do that. But as a result, Unilever had to stop all these conscious programs. Uh, I don't know whether they restarted uh, them, but it was a, an attack on uh, Unilever because of its profitability. <laughs> so um, uh, you have to be, uh, you have to, uh, it's, it's not, uh, it's not um, easy. Uh, I, I didn't say it was easy and I didn't say there are no risks. Uh, there are always uh, uh, people and businesses on the looking for um, uh, for making profit in the short term. Uh, so uh, we have to be careful. But uh, if you are a traditional business, you also have to be careful. So that's that's not a big difference. Well, uh, I I wish you real or wish you luck with getting that getting this out to where you need it to be um and all of what you're doing with changing businesses it really sounds like you are creating something better or at least rather helping other people implement things to create something better um it's definitely i i actually like hearing you talk about it this is something i kind of want to I, I wouldn't mind learning more on uh so what you could do, if you want to, if you want to learn more, what you can do, you can um, uh, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's uh, on YouTube. Yeah, it's YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, YouTube.video. YouTube.video. If you type that into your um, uh, in your browser, then you come uh, at you, you will arrive at my uh, YouTube channel. Oh, and I, I will I will publish regularly uh, video clips uh, with tips on uh, with these principles. All right, on. Yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll have to get all your links off you. Uh, go ahead and just for everybody that's listening right now that has any interest in this, or maybe they might be business owners, go ahead and drop your uh, you know, let them know where they can find you at. Like, I will do that. 
I, I will send that to you and also uh, mention uh, to you right now in the end. So uh, my website is louhamburger.com. Uh, the, the app you can get via sales.louhamburger.com. And my uh, YouTube channel is called loutube.video. Thanks. All right. On. Well, hey, thank you for coming on. And honestly, it's really cool to see somebody who's trying to do something to actually change a system for the better in the world. And it's, I mean, it's not just the system. This is people's lives and livelihood as well. Um, but yeah, thank you for coming on and sharing that with us today. And uh, Greg, thank you very much uh, for this interview. Uh, I, um, uh, it's uh, cool to do it. And I hope uh, somebody hears this and uh, is inspired uh, to go in that direction. Maybe not through me, maybe somebody else. That's okay, as long as they make the change. Thank you very much and uh, have yep. a nice day. You too, thank you.